Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 15, titled The Boiling Rock Part 2. The continuation of a, the conclusion actually, of a fantastic arc. A really, really great, phenomenal arc. I love the Boiling Rock, and this second half is better than the first. Or at least, just as good. I love it. It's so great. It's awesome. Boiling Rock. Real, real good. Two-parter. Real good arc. So, I mean... Let's not put any fluff on this. I've already given my introduction as to why the Boiling Rock is great. I don't have to hammer that in any further. Let's just get back into the actual plot of it. So, we start off with that prisoner lineup, including Hakoda. And I love this opening. I love this opening so much. We're just, Hakoda's in the lineup. The Warden's giving his typical fear of God intro speech that you see, like, from every prison warden ever. And then he gets to Hakoda and is like, look me in the eye. And Hakoda's just staring at the ground like, no. Oh, you'd rather look at my shoes. Well, take a look! And just slams him on the ground. And then the warden's like... Yeah, now look me in the eye. And then Akota does do that. And then the warden goes back into his speech. And then Akota trips him. <laughs> and then the dude's like, Just get these prisoners out of here. He just gives up on his speech and orders the prisoners away because he has been thoroughly humiliated. Not once, but twice. Oh, and he gives that monologue of, I know exactly who you are, Hakoda of the Water Tribe. So strong-willed. But don't worry, we'll get rid of that in time. Like, it's an amazing scene with Sokka off of the side, I should mention, reacting to it like, oh no, when he has to, when he watches his father get slammed to the ground and laughs a little bit when he trips him. <laughs> It's really, really good. It's a really, really amazing opening scene to this second half. And then, of course, immediately, Sokka goes into Hakoda's cell and, without taking his guard helmet off, says, Thank goodness you're okay! 
and <laughs> and then Akota, very reasonably not knowing that it's Sokka, just gets up and like has his fist drawn and is like, "If you don't leave now, you'll see just how okay I am." And then Sokka just pulls his helmet off, and is like, "Hey, Dad, it's me." Nakoto's like, man, <laughs> you, you really should be more careful with that guard uniform. I almost, I almost punched you, like, a lot. And Sokka's like, yeah, ran into that problem before. <laughs> My god, Sokka's an idiot. Sokka's a moron when it comes to that guard uniform. <laughs> He keeps assuming that people instinctively know it's him. When they very clearly don't. When that's very clearly a stupid assumption to make. And it's great. And it's awesome. So then they have this really nice reunion. This really uplifting moment. This very emotionally satisfying moment. And then they get right into game plan they get right into okay here's what's happening uh we got a couple people with us uh we got suki we got prince zuko Sokka has to sell a coat on zuko for a bit uh so this is everything that's happening we had one escape plan some other prisoners got involved and ruined it yada 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 now we need another plan i also love the extended dialogue of like Sokka. there's no prison in the world that can keep in two water tribe geniuses. And we better find two. <laughs> and then they laugh at this really, really awful joke. Like, it's a nice moment between father and son that we've been wanting to see for so freaking long. It's great. It's real, real good. So then they come up with the plan... And before we get into the actual escape, there's a couple other things happening in the lead up, in the like lead up to the actual escape that we have to talk about. Uh, there's an investigation by the warden into Chitsang's escape attempt. The warden, being not an idiot, is like, yeah, Chitsang, you and your two friends, you are not smart enough. To come up with this on your own. You had help. You absolutely 100% had help. So who is it? And then they have this interrogation which seemingly consisted of two guards holding Chitsang upside down for a while. Because <laughs> the door closes and when it opens again... He's just upside down. I think they were just shaking him. They were making the blood rush to his head. And then Chitsan's like, yeah, uh, it, it, there was a guard, but he wasn't a guard. He's the one. He's the mastermind behind this. And then the warden does this whole guard lineup, including Sokka. And you have this really tense moment where you think for sure there's no way Sokka won't be found out. Chitsang's going to going to save his own skin, point directly at Sokka, and that'll be it. But then 
Chitsang points at the guard who threw him in the cooler at the beginning of the arc. Yes! Not only is this an awesome moment of Chitsang being loyal at a price to Sokka, but it's also him kind of getting revenge. <laughs> it's him, like, sort of paying off this mini subplot he had with this rivalry with this guard. And he just points him out and it's like, yeah, he's the one who helped me escape. And the dude's like, no, you're lying. Shut up. And it's just denying it because it wasn't him. And the warden's like, yeah, shut up. I, I held him upside down for a while. That's flawless torture. And then, of course, just when you think Sokka's in the clear, cut to the interrogation of that one guard, Azula shows up and is like, yeah, that's probably not him. And just leaves. <laughs> because Azula is much, much, much smarter than the Warden. <laughs> like, by a lot. And meanwhile, while the, this all is happening, Zuko is taken to this one very similar interrogation room where we find May. May is there. And Zuko's like, How, how'd you know I was here? Because I know you so well. But, but how... My uncle's the warden, you idiot. Ugh. <laughs> it's great. And Zuko has this phenomenal little confrontation with May, who is justifiably pissed off that he left her in order to become a traitor to his nation. And they have this, like, almost shouting match, sort of just, like, with Zuko trying to explain himself and May saying like, Hey, I don't care. None of that matters. Like, you left me. Like, you broke my heart. I don't care. I don't care why you did it. I only care that you did it. And it's a perfectly reasonable stance to take in that scenario. And it's this really heartbreaking moment where... Like, these two who literally cannot be together under the circumstances are having, like, they're having this argument because of circumstances that are pretty much beyond either their control. Zuko was always going to say everything about this is bad my father is evil. What the Fire Nation's doing is wrong. I have to leave. And May was always going to get the bad end of that deal. There was no way around that. That was just how the story was going to go. And yet, here are the pieces of that. Here are the pieces of that inevitability. And it's heartbreaking. It really, really is. And this really is 
The Boiling Rock is the arc where Zuko has to come face to face with the consequences of what he did. The consequences of his decision to leave the Fire Nation and help the Avatar. Like, as good as the rest of these episodes are, and trust me, they're real good. This is the only arc where they really go all in on showing the consequences of Zuko's actions. Showing the consequences of Zuko's decision. Showing the consequences in what Zuko left behind of him leaving. And they do it perfectly. They do it in such a brilliant manner. Then we have the escape. And it is actually a pretty phenomenal plan on Sokka and Akota's part. Start a prison riot. Take the warden hostage. Go on the gondola. Leave. It's really well done. It's a really solid plan. And it goes off very, very well. They all meet in the yard. Hakoda tries to start a riot and fails. Chit Sang shows up and is like, Yeah, if you don't want me to rat you out again, I'll... <laughs> I have to participate in Escape Plan version 2.0. And Sokka's like, Yeah, okay. Help us start a riot. And then... <laughs> I love how easy it is for Chit Sang to start a riot. He just picks some dude up and is like, Hey! Riot! And then everyone starts fighting each other. <laughs> it's so great. Hey, riot! <laughs> Meanwhile, Hakoda's results was pushing the biggest, strongest guy. And the dude being like, I have to resolve my anger issues. <laughs> I'm trying to control my anger. <laughs> Meanwhile, as this happens... Okay, first off, I, I totally forgot to mention, Sokka convinced the guard that the warden wanted to let all the prisoners out, despite being on lockdown. And then when the warden's, like, yelling about, Why are the prisoners in the yard? This is supposed to be a lockdown! That same guard is standing next to him, and he just kind of sidesteps away, like, Um, wasn't me! <laughs> I had nothing to do with this! Oh, and also... It is at this moment that Zuko escapes from May. Zuko runs off, traps May in a cell. They have this one last glance at one another. And then Zuko leaves again. Zuko does not have a good track record with May at this point. I'm just going to point that out. And then while all the chaos of the riots ensuing, we have this really badass moment. Where Sokka and Zuko are arguing like, wait a minute, you didn't think of how you were going to capture the warden? I thought you told me not to think things through. Maybe not usually, but this is pretty important. <laughs> Maybe not on everything, but this is important. Meanwhile, Chitsane's like, uh, guys, I, uh, I think your girlfriend's taking care of it. And Suki's just like running on the heads of the rioters, climbing the walls beating up all the guards, and then takes the warden hostage herself. And I love how 
all four of the boys, quote unquote, uh, Sokka, Zuko, Hakoda, and Chitsang, they all like run up to Suki and the Warden after it's all over, and they're all breathing heavy. <sighs> like they can't keep up with her. <laughs> I love it. It's badass. It's awesome. It's so great. And then, of course, you get to the gondola. They all manage to get on the gondola. They make it so they can't be stopped. And they're just riding the gondola. A nice, calm gondola ride all the way up to the edge of the boiling rock. And then Azula and Tylee show up, and there's a fight. And I, I love how the second Azula and Tylee show up, both Suki and Zuko are like, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> like, they're really happy. They are ec- ecstatic that they finally get to fight Azula and Tylee. They finally get the rematch. And it's an amazing fight on top of the gondola. Uh, Suki and Tylee fighting one another. Very evenly matched, I may say. Zuko and Sokka both fighting Azula. Kind of tag teaming in that fight. It's fantastic. It's a really badass, really beautiful looking, really unique fight. A A uniquely stylized fight sequence in terms of what this show has done in the past. And then as this fight's happening, Warden gets free of his bonds and manages to yell out like, cut the line! And I think this is a really fantastic moment for this Warden as a character because he yells out, cut the line. And then the guards are like discussing this, like he wants us to cut the line. But if we cut the line, there's no way he'll survive. He knows that. Like, he'd rather protect his own record of no one ever escaping the Boiling Rock than save his life. He'd rather die with his record intact than live and have it tarnished. That is really brilliant, really subtle character work. Very... Very understated character work. It's phenomenal. It really, really is. And then, of course, they start cutting the line. Azula and Tylee immediately get the F out of there. And then, just when they're about to be like, well, let's hope this floats. Then May shows up, betrays Azula, betrays Tylee. Takes the traitor route to save Zuko. And (laughs) I love the exchange of dialogue. What are you doing? Saving the jerk who dumped me. (laughs) It's a great line. (laughs) Like, it's simultaneously... It's simultaneously... What am I looking for? What are the two words I'm looking for? It's simultaneously satisfying and defeatist. 
in the way that only May can provide. In the way that only a character like May can deliver. Uh, and she has this badass moment where she's pinning all these guards to the walls and the floor with her daggers. And then, of course, like, removes those wedges from the gondola mechanism thing. And then they keep going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And meanwhile, Azula's like, what is she doing? And they manage to get up and out. They manage to leave the boiling rock. And I love, like, how they leave the warden in the gondola. And as they're leaving, Akoto's like, sorry, warden, your record is officially broken. And then they leave. Like, such a satisfying little F you. Just kick him while he's down. And then they run away. Uh, They find Azula's airship, and they use that to escape. Meanwhile, we have... Probably the most incredible moment in this entire arc. Azula's confrontation with May. And they have this amazing exchange of dialogue. Where Azula is like, I don't get it. Why did you do it? And May said, like, you don't know people as well as you think you do. You miscalculated. I love Zuko more than I fear you. And then Azula, like, upon realizing that her one weapon against people, their fear of her, has any form of crack in it, she just loses it. And is like, no, you miscalculated. You should have feared me more. And then she's, like, ready to fight. She, like, almost... Fire vents at May, and May has her daggers, like, ready to throw at Azula. And then, like, right before the actual fight happens, Ty Lee just jabs at Azula and just knocks out her chi. Ty Lee goes the train around as well. May and Ty Lee are no longer working for Azula. They have both betrayed the Fire Nation as well. And for a moment, they're like, okay, let's get out of here. And then they're immediately captured. And Azula's like, like, take them somewhere. I never have to see their faces again and let them rot. Like, she is so venomous at this point. Like, in... With the knowledge that her two easiest to control soldiers... Her two biggest, closest pawns have just woken up and decided, yeah, no, this bitch is crazy. I'm not dealing with her anymore. She's just like, like she just unravels at this. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible and such a huge turning point. For both of those characters. My god. And I love like the moments before. Ty Lee just. 
just glance at him from side to side, like, oh no, no, all my friends are about to fight, who do I side with? And eventually she does make the right choice and goes with the, yeah, Azula's crazy, uh, I'll side with May on this one. <laughs> like, it's, she saw that Azula was the aggressor in this situation. And she was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not signing with this. Oh, it's magnificent. Oh, it's, it's so good. And also, we leave with the knowledge that, yeah, May is pissed off at Zuko, but she still cares about him. Like, that love never left on either side. It's just circumstance has driven them apart because, like, Zuko had to leave. Zuko was always going to portray the Fire Nation, and Mei was always going to get left behind. There was no way around it, and it is a heartbreaking reality for these two characters. But I remember, I remember when I first watched this arc, and like, I watched this arc for the first time on a new DVD of Avatar. Like, I remember very, very clearly that a DVD came out collecting some episodes. And it was a bunch of episodes. Like, it was mostly episodes that hadn't come out yet. It was mostly episodes we had not seen up until that point. Like, the DVD contained uh, some of the episodes that have already aired, but also Western Air Temple, also Firebending Masters, also Boiling Rock Parts 1 and 2, before they ever aired. That DVD was like a special preview. So, of course, with the cliffhanger of Day of Black Sun, I bought that immediately. Not even thinking of, well, I'll have to get a Season 3 box set eventually, and that'll render this purchase useless. I was just like, there's new Avatar episodes. This is the best way to watch them. I need this immediately. So, I I watched the Boiling Rock episode, which I adored. Something about my, like, it had to be, like, 10 or 11-year-old brain Something about my 10 or 11 year old brain was just like, oh my god, the Boiling Rock is the greatest thing ever. The Boiling Rock is the best arc this show has ever had. Now, obviously, I don't think that now, because there are a lot of episodes that are better than this. This is not among my favorites, but it's still great. It still holds up entirely. But I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, or I'm getting off track, rather. When I saw... May and Tai Li betray Azula. My mind was blown. My tiny mind could not handle it. Like at all. It was... It was unreal. Like it broke the status quo. Of the quote-unquote villains in a really brilliant way that I had never seen before. And it's amazing. It really, really is. And then, of course, you have the ending. Where Sokka and Zuko return to the Western Air Temple in their airship. And they're like, hey. We're back from our fishing trip. 
We didn't actually go on a fishing trip. We went to a Fire Nation prison and we brought back some friends. Hakoda comes out. Zuki, Zuki comes out. Chitsang comes out saying, I'm new. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I also want to point out they never did really make a definitive line as to who Chitsang was. Like, for all they know, they just let a serial killer out of prison. I'm just saying. Just saying. And then, Hak- and then Hakoda and Katara have this really, really brilliant reunion. And, like, you see that, like, last shot of Sokka, Katara, and Hakoda all hugging their family, like, reunited for the first time since the Day of Black Sun. Like, it's really, really amazing to witness. It's really satisfying, very heartwarming. It is a very positive note to leave this episode off on. Also, apparently Toph really expected some meat. And... There wasn't any meat. So, uh... Happy reunions! Hakoda and Suki are back. They got a new guy who might be a serial killer. That's my fan fiction now. My headcanon is Chitsang is a serial killer, and they stupidly let a serial killer out of prison. But, no, no. All talk and focus on. Seriously, you guys got no meat? Toph, why? This is a great moment. Why are you ruining it? <laughs> I love the Boiling Rock. The Boiling Rock is a really fantastic arc. Uh, these are two very, very fantastic episodes. Uh, probably... Hmm. You know what? I'm not going to rank it in terms of the Field Trips with Zuko episodes. It's a really good Field Trip with Zuko episode. I love it. It's real good. It's so great. Man, we only got like six more episodes of this show before Legend of Korra. Like, yeah, next week is our last full week of Avatar, where we get Southern Raiders on Monday, Ember Island Players on Tuesday, and then the first three parts of Sozin's Comet Wednesday through Friday. Uh, then Monday is Sozin's Comet Part 4. And then the next day we just dive right into Legend of Korra. We're almost done with the first half of this season of the Television Archive, everyone. Yay! If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV Archive, so that you can be here Every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show via Anchor. I appreciate that as 
well. On Monday, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 16. Talk to you then.